Well, as I mentioned, I'm going to put that there for right now. Uh, my name is Brian Robertson, and again, I want to welcome you to this Christmas Eve service as we remember, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Uh, and through all of our family traditions and all the various things that we do to celebrate, it's good for us to gather in the name of Jesus uh, in his place to be recalled again, once again, the, the marvelous story of Jesus coming to us. Uh, there's something about a good song that stays with you. It, whatever kind of music that you like, well, good music, right? Good music. There's something about a good song that stays with us long after you hear it. And even though our teachers, when we were growing up, and they may not like this all that much, but we have difficulty remembering all the facts that our teachers tried to teach us in the classes that we had for those many years, or college, or wherever, even graduate school, all the things that we do. We have a hard time remembering all those little facts. But if you put on a good song that you remember from, even from a young child, you remember those lyrics right away. They come right back to your it's right to your mind. It, with, without any effort whatsoever, you can remember those songs when you were a little kid. Songs can kind of set the mood for you. They can kind of be tranquil in music, and they can kind of calm your emotions down. They can kind of get you going a little bit, just kind of relax you a little bit. They can kind of get your heart pumping, your adrenaline going a little bit. When I was in high school, at every game day that we would come to, we'd play on my Walkman back in the day. You guys remember those? Yeah. I'd put on my Walkman, I'd put on either Van Halen, Bon Jovi, or Aerosmith. Good music. Good music. And whenever I hear those songs, or any one of those bands, they start coming on my playlist or anything else that comes on now. My adrenaline, even now, starts pumping, and I feel like I could go, I could take on the world with this kind of music. I can just go. Good music has a way of moving you, has a good way of moving your emotions and even your mind and everything else. But then there are songs that move you, not because they're melody or because they're driving beat or anything else. They move you because the lyrics touch a part of your heart. They touch a part of your soul that only music can do. And it stirs your heart to be moved. Well, we're going to look at Mary's song that she writes about this little baby Jesus. And Mary's song that she composes is one of these good songs that moves you. And not because of the melody and the music, because we don't even know what it was. But it's the lyrics, and it's the stuff that she writes about that moves us and touches into a part of our heart that if we're not all that aware of all the time, it can be a little bit stirring. And part of it, it moves us because we know who Mary was. We know part of her story. She was a young teenage girl who found herself pregnant out of wedlock. She was a young teenage girl who had somehow developed a trusting heart and confidence in God and yet somehow was found herself to be pregnant, unwed but pregnant. And she yet remained unmoved in her devotion and her desire to follow after God. And she writes this powerful song to God. Because when we know her story, it makes it even more powerful. But it's also a song, if we listen to it, if we listen to the words, it's a song of hope because it's a song that recognizes the coming of God, of God's kingdom. And, that to, and she names the injustices of our world and exposes the, them for what they really are, for the injustices that they are, especially in light of Christ and his good kingdom. So it's a song born out of a story of this young, teenage, unwed, pregnant girl. But it's a song of hope. 
because she points out the injustices of our world and points it in the light of Jesus. But it's also a song of joy because a Savior has been born. Christ, the King, the Messiah, has come to fulfill all of the prophecies and he's come to, to bring in his fullness of his reign, of his goodness. This is what we celebrate. This is what the season of Advent and Christmas and what Christmas Eve and this whole time is all about. The arrival of the Christ child. The inbreaking of God's goodness in our very dark and hurting world. So I want us to consider this song tonight. I want us to hear the lyrics of this powerful song written by a teenage girl in about 2,000 years ago. It's found in Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 45. And you can follow along on the screens here. This is Mary's song, her Magnificat, as it's sometimes known. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm and has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever just as he promised our ancestors. Well, as we listen to Mary's Magnificat, her song. As we listen to these lyrics and we read them, we can kind of break them into two different stanzas. We can kind of break them in two different movements. And the first one we might kind of write up or might title up is Undeserved Grace. Undeserved Grace. Listen how she describes herself and how she praises God. She describes herself as a humble servant. As a humble servant. And calls him God my Savior. God my Savior. Mary sees herself, not someone who's immune from sin, not someone who's perfectly holy without her own blemishes, without her own faults. She sees herself and recognizes herself as a sinner in need of rescue, in need of a Savior to come for her. And she was struck at how odd God's way of choosing things is different from the way our culture chooses things. And she looks and she sings at how God looks at her humble condition at her humility, at her lowly place. And she, and she understands that she is unworthy by the world's standards, by the world's kind of way in which they me- measure people up. She's unworthy by that, but God has chosen her. The God in his undeserving, or in his love that pours out an undeserving people is gracious, merciful. Because humility and lowliness are marks of someone who has stood in the presence of God long enough to realize our own frailty, and our own brokenness, and our own need for a Savior. Friends, if you've stood in any length of time in the presence of the Holy, any length of time recognizing who God is and the magnificent story of who God has done and what He has done, then we begin to realize our own frailty, our own brokenness, our own need for a Savior. And the message of Christmas is that a Savior has been born. This is good news. It's good news because you and I, we need a Savior. And wherever you are in your spiritual journey 
today, wherever you are and what your understanding about God, would you hear this? That the Christmas story is a loud and bold proclamation that God loves you. No matter what you feel like you have done in your, world, in your life, no matter how far you feel like you've strayed away from God, Mary stands in this song as an example before the Lord. She stands before the Lord just like each one of us, all of us. Flawed, broken, in need of a Savior. And the good news is that the Savior has been born. Listen again to verse 50 as she writes this. His, meaning God's, His mercy extends to those who fear Him. From generation to generation. His mercy extends to those who fear him. Let those words sink in a bit for just a second this evening. For those who recognize our need for a Savior, for those of us who recognize that according to his holiness and our flawed brokenness and our broken dark world that we live in, we are in need of a Savior. For those of us who recognize the the darkness that we live in in our own life that we live within, then, then mercy is there for us. That Christ has come for us. That there is mercy and grace. Undeserved grace. There's a second stanza that you might begin, that begins here, and it may be titled that this changes everything. For God changes everything. Mary sings of this radical reversal from what the world has seen and what the world values and what the world champions shifts everything to what God values, what God champions. And it magnifies God's justice and his rescue of our broken and dark and needy world. Because of Jesus, because of the Christ child, everything is changed. And through his mercy, and through his grace, and through the life that he has extended to us, you and I are invited to an everlasting eternal life underneath the rule of this good king. And Mary sings about the justice of God. In spite of all the injustice that she sees around her, she sees about a just king that's coming to set things right. And that will reverse the broken order of our world. Because Jesus, this newborn king, the Christ child, has come to establish his rule in our world. And it would be an extreme reversal of how things have been operated in our world so far. So Mary's song is a song of hope. And a song of joy that begins with the truth that you and I need a savior. That our hearts have been broken and are flawed because of our own rebellion and our own turning away from God's ways. We need a Savior. But it also provokes us to look forward to not only our saving, but the world's saving. Because the truth is, we live in a very upside-down world where people use their power to belittle other people. Those that have power hold on to it at all costs, often demeaning and dehumanizing other people, especially those that are in competition with them or those that are different than them. It doesn't take long, right, to just look at your news feeds or any kind of where you, where you find out what's going on in our world to find and listen to the way in which people talk about others with this constant state of upheaval, upheaval that we find ourselves in. Darkness seems looming all around us all the time. And it can be tempting in times like that where you begin to think that all is lost, that this world is just kind of done. Our culture has gone way too far away. Pride and power will never stop having a chokehold on our culture. But the message of Christmas is that the Savior King has come. 
And because of that, everything changes. Everything changes. And while it may seem like it's dark, while it may seem like it's maybe hopeless, there will be a day when he says, enough, enough. And like Mary, we live in this world that's upside down. Its values, its promises are contrary to the ways of God. Contrary to the ways in which God has made them to operate. And while we live in this world where injustice and sin seem to control too much of our lives, too much of our individual lives and corporate lives, people are just blinded by consumerism and by greed, selfishness. So much so that it's even difficult to realize how much it really is out there. How prevalent injustice really is. But Mary's song declares boldly that not only does the birth of Jesus some nice little nativity scene some 2,000 years ago, but it is a revolutionary sign that the ways of of injustice in our world are going to be reversed one day and will be dealt with by Jesus the King. He will usher in a way of peace and of unity and of justice And it reminds us that the wonderful truth at Christmas that a Savior has been born and the Savior is both extremely personal for all have fallen short and fallen short of the glory of God. And all of us are in need of rescue, for sure. But recall what Mary says, that my soul will glorify the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. But God has come to be our personal rescuer. That's true. But the message of Jesus and the message of Christmas is not just personal. It's not just a private matter to deal with our own individual sin problem. It's a revolutionary message for the whole world where all things will be made new. That today, because of Christ, a new order of things is bursting on the scene all over. That God's light is bursting where justice will overrule injustice where the way of greed will give, away, give way to the way of generosity, where the way of power will give way to the way of servanthood, where the way of hostility will give way to hospitality. Jesus changes everything. Jesus changes it all. There's nothing like a good song to stir our hearts, to touch our soul, to remind us that you and I need a Savior. But a good song also calls us into action, calls us to do something, to notice that the Lord is is at work in the world around us, to bring about his justice, to reverse the injustices of our world. And a good song calls us forward to action, to join him in his redemption project of this world. Friends, the good news of Christmas is that a Savior has been born, and he is Christ, the King. And he invites each one of us to an everlasting, eternal life in his good, eternal kingdom. Because life itself is sustained by Jesus, by Christ. But in keeping with this, we need to remind ourselves that it's not just a personal king for us. But it is a revolutionary movement that God is on the move. That the Christ child, the king has become and Christ is now on the move. And his kingdom is bursting on the scene all over. And with that in mind, we're lighting our candles. And we'll light our candles from the Christ candle this evening, remembering that coming the coming of Jesus is the coming of our Savior, of our King.
But as we move out from our candles and we move and we spread out to the rest of us, we're not only reminding ourselves that Christ has come for us, but we're anticipating when his righteous kingdom will come and be fulfilled and all will be well. And all will be well and all things will be well. For it is only in Christ that the unjust will be reversed and justice will come and his kingdom will come and his light will shine. And though our, our worlds and our individual lives may seem dark at times, the light of Jesus has indeed come. Has indeed come. May his light shine in our dark world. May his light shine in our dark lives. And may it transform us for his glory. For his glory.